Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to leave overwhelm behind and step into a life of peaceful productivity. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host and productivity expert, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to the Hustle Sanely podcast. I am stoked to be recording a new episode for y'all. I know last week's episode was short and sweet, but I had some family stuff going on during recording day, but I am back and ready to rock and roll this week. I have a lot that I want to talk about, and the topic for this week's episode actually came from a conversation that happened inside of the Hustle Sanely program Facebook page. So I want to share some background so you have context as to like where I got this topic and the direction that I'm going with it. So in the Facebook group, we were chatting about creating and implementing morning routines. And one of the girls in the program asked a question. So I'm going to read you her question. So she said, my question is how to get your mindset right during times of transition. I feel like something is always changing and I struggle to get on a morning routine or a schedule because I don't want to commit to anything when I know it's going to change in a few weeks. First, it was distance learning. She works in the schools. Um, So she said, first, it was distance learning. Then it was summer. I'm moving in two weeks. Who knows about September, etc. I feel like there's a mindset block in there somewhere. So that's her question. That's the end of that. But I took some time to think about what she said to kind of look at it through a few different lenses and to try and narrow down what kind of mindset block could be at the root of this kind of thought process. And when it hit me, you guys, it hit me hard because it's something that I too have struggled with. So I want to share with you how I responded to that question. And at the end of my response, I talk about what the specific mindset block is. And that's what's going to kind of propel us into the rest of today's episode. All right, so here's how I responded to her question. I said, focus less on the actual routine that accompanies the transition and more on how you want to feel during the transition. We get to steer how we feel from how we start our day. And then I asked them, have y'all heard that saying that just how a rudder steals the ship, which I had to Google what a rudder was, I'm not gonna lie. It's like this tiny, tiny part of a big, big ship, but that tiny part kind of steers the ship. Just how like the first hour of our day, how we spend that first hour, like it steers how the rest of our day is going to go. So think about the outcome of the routine, being grounded throughout the day, focused on what matters. You're less likely to be swept away by bumps in the road. So here, here we go. This is like the money. If I had to sum this up with a mindset block, I'd say that it's perfectionism. You might have these expectations on yourself to have a morning routine that looks a certain way. And if it's not just so, you feel like you're dropping the ball or like it's not worth it to do one at all. Part of being a human is ebbing and flowing. Shift your mindset from, and then I put in quotes, committing to routines and instead use them as tools. They adjust with you as times change. So the summary here is focus on the main thing, which is not the 
actual routine, like the steps that make up the routine, but the fruit that comes from the routine. There are different things that fruit needs to grow, sun, water, good soil, etc., all that kind of stuff. Some days you may be watering more than you're focused on the sunshine. Some days you might be focusing on your soil more than you are watering. And what I mean by that is your routine may look different day to day, but the goal of the routine is always the same, to grow your fruit. The fruit that comes from a morning routine are things like groundedness, alignment, level-headedness, mindfulness, etc. So that was my response to her question. But today's episode, perfectionism. Let's talk about it. Let's dig into it. Let's talk about what we can do to kind of overcome it. So what a beast of a struggle perfectionism is because it can manifest in so many different ways, right? I feel like perfectionism, it's kind of sneaky if you think about it because it disguises itself as good when it's really draining and it totally hinders us. It wears a mask of being the best, advancing, reaching goals, being shiny and appealing, but really perfectionism puts pressure on us, like such a heavy paralyzing pressure. It makes us stand still in fear and it holds us back from making a next move because we're so scared that we're not making the right move, the next perfect move, right? It immobilizes us and it twists our thinking into, well, if it's not perfect, why bother trying at all? We think that if we cannot show up perfectly, then we don't have the right to show up at all. We surrender the thought of going after our dreams and ambitions before we've even given ourselves the chance to try because we're so convinced that we're doing it wrong or that we're not doing it good enough. Perfectionism really does hold us back from our dreams if we let it. Can you relate? Because I know that I sure can. And I want to tell you a story about when I almost lost a dream to perfectionism. And I'm talking about this dream. I am talking about Hustle Sanely. So let me set the scene for you. This was last spring. So not that long ago, you guys, I was a few months into my decision to drop out of grad school to pursue Hustle Sanely full time. Now, listen, here's the thing. My business was thriving, as in my income was increasing every single month. My client roster was completely booked out and I was fulfilled in the work that I was doing to serve the Hustle Sanely community online. But I had a conversation and this was a harmless conversation. Like no one was being rude. No one was being facetious. But it was a conversation that I had with a few other online business owners. And I realized that the back end of my business was very, let's just say it was very different than a lot of other businesses. Okay. I didn't have a complicated marketing funnel or any plans of running paid ads. Now, listen, I am not saying that how Having a business strategy with like marketing plans in place is unimportant. It's so important, but mine just looked messy next to other ones. And this is when I almost decided to hang up Hustle Sanely and go get a job as a manager at Lululemon. And y'all, I'm not just saying that to be funny. Like I was straight up sitting on my couch, Googling assistant manager positions at Lululemon. I have a history in retail. I was an assistant manager at Tilly's. If you know what that 
is, let me know. That was my first job ever when I was 19. Um, but I was like, okay, I would still get to wear workout pants to work and I'd get a discount on them. So Lululemon is the way to go. But I felt so paralyzed that my business plan wasn't perfectly laid out and accompanied by articulate charts and graphs. So I started to feel stuck. I didn't have this perfect business plan. So I didn't own a real business. So what is the point of all this anyway? That's kind of where my thoughts were going. But then I kind of redirected that thought and I just kept thinking about the word impact. Impact, that's what the point of all this is. And we're going to talk more about that toward the end of the episode. But maybe you're sitting there thinking about a time that perfectionism held you back. Or hey, maybe you feel like perfectionism is a brick in your boot right now and it's keeping you from progressing toward what you know you are called to do or whatever you feel on your heart that you want to pursue. So let's do some digging together and really bust up perfectionism today. Okay, so first I want to talk about some ways that I think perfectionism manifests or shows up in our lives. So I thought of three ways that it shows up. I'm sure there are more, but I don't want to have an hour-long episode. You know what I'm saying? So the first way that I came up with is perfectionism can look like making excuses. The second one is perfectionism can look like procrastination. And the third one is perfectionism can look like the pressure to prove. So let's kind of break all of these apart. The first one, making excuses. It seems like so many of us are waiting for the perfect circumstances before we go after our dreams. You choose not to take a step toward making your dream happen at all because you're not married to your dream partner. You're not living in your dream house. You're not driving your dream car or whatever it is. You think you have to have all of these like proverbial ducks in a row before you can start something like your dream. Well, that's not the case, you guys. You can start today. You can start right now because starting something is not the same as completing it. I talked about this in a recent weekly email. I send out a weekly email every Sunday, by the way. If you didn't know, you can go to jessicamassey.com slash get on the list if you want to get those. But big dreams are the outcome of a lot of small steps, right? You can start taking small steps now so that they can add up over time and as time is passing because like it or not, it's going to keep passing no matter what you choose to do. So as time is passing, you are simultaneously getting closer to your dream because you're taking those small steps now. Taking small steps does not look like the perfect big picture dream. Taking small steps can look like a baby giraffe learning how to walk. And I want to give you an example, okay? So let's say you want to start a blog, but you don't have the best camera. You don't have the funds to access or hire the top web designer so that you have this like aesthetic, beautiful, amazing website. You aren't quite sure what all of your blog topics are going to be. Guess you should just hang that up then, right? You just should never start a blog since you don't have the perfect plan in place right now, right? No, girl, you can use your phone to take pictures for your blog. Fun fact, I use my phone to take pretty much all of my photos for everything that I do, unless if I have like a professional scheduled photo shoot, but any pictures I take for my business, I take them on my phone. You can hire a web designer from Upwork for your first website. That's an affordable place to go to hire designers. You can write posts about what you do know that you want to share. Your blog is going to grow with you. Now, I'm going to give you, I'm going to continue on with this blogging example, but insert your own example here. Insert your dream, okay? 
As you practice and get better at blogging, you're going to learn more about blogging. You'll figure out what your audience wants to hear about from you. As you grow that audience, who knows, maybe you'll start doing brand deals and you can use the money that you make from brand deals to fund a DSLR camera. Momentum does not happen from stillness. We have to use the small steps that are at the beginning of our dream to help us get to that big picture dream. I mean, hello, look at me. I thought I was going to be an SLP and pursuing that is what turned into Hustle Sanely. I had no idea this would ever be a thing, you guys, but I stumbled on it because I was actively moving towards something else, okay? Many of us, we clutch onto our dreams instead of sharing them with the world because we don't think our dreams are perfect. They're not ready enough. They're not good enough to show anyone. Well, let me just tell you that nine times out of 10, even if you do have a seemingly like perfect plan in place, that ish is not going to turn out how you imagine it to. That right there should take off some of the pressure that you've put on your shoulders to wait until things are perfect. We learn by throwing a fumble, not by standing still holding the ball and hoping that it soars out of our arms and into the right direction on its own, right? What if when you put whatever it is that you're thinking about out into the world now, you learn how you can refine it because of feedback that you get from people. You're never going to get that feedback if you don't put it out there now. Before it's perfect, before you feel ready, you just gotta start moving. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My husband and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. So press pause, go leave us a raving review, and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. Okay, so now let's talk about perfectionism and procrastination. This one, it kind of ties in with making excuses, except instead of coming up with reasons why you can't do something, which is kind of more so with making excuses, you're like, well, I can't do it because X, Y, Z. Procrastination is you're putting your energy into doing other things instead of doing what you need to do to progress in what you're actually wanting to progress in. So I hope that kind of makes sense to you. But when you think of procrastination, do you think of wasting time in ways like watching TV or scrolling social media or playing video games or stuff like that? Like that's the common like people's brains kind of go there when we think about procrastinating. But I want to talk about an underlying example of procrastination. Many of us spend so much time and energy quote, researching, because we get this like false sense of comfort from it, right? I think we should all give ourselves a limited amount of time to research before we do something, sure, because it's responsible, but we can't stay in the research phase hoping to learn every single thing before we try because we learn so much by actually doing, by actually trying. Like, have you ever heard the saying, you don't know what you don't know? With my paper planner business, for example, I tricked myself into thinking that I had to spend the first like six months learning how to run 
run a paper planner company before I could start actually creating a paper planner to sell and turn into a company. But now I'm learning that I can research stuff as I go. I've got the planner in my hands. Cool. Now, how can I package this sucker to get it into your hands? I did not overwhelm myself with telling myself that I had to have steps one through 10 completely outlined, perfectly nailed down before I could start on step one. You've got to start on step one and sometimes taking step one leads you to step two, three, four, five, and so on. But if you're waiting until you are perfectly ready, steps one through 10, you're never going to start, right? Because you're never going to know step 10 unless if you take step one sometimes. So now I want to talk about the pressure to prove, perfectionism and the pressure to prove. Perfectionism runs deep, you guys. It's an all over thing that kind of just like holds us in place. And we experience like this dehabilitating feeling because perfectionism has a way of leaking into all areas of our lives, right? We want to be perfect when it comes to choosing a career. We want to be the perfect partner. We want to be the perfect Christian, the perfect friend, the perfect family member, the perfect mom. And the list is endless, really. Think about all of your roles. Chances are if you struggle with perfectionism, you want to be perfect in just about every area of your life. And that leaves us feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, and exhausted. And it robs us from enjoying the moments that make up our lives. Okay, cool. So now you know how perfectionism looks, right? Like how it can manifest in your life and how it leaves you feeling. But what the heck can you do about it? What are some action steps that you can take to overcome perfectionism? Well, don't you worry. I've got three ready for you right now. Number one, you can start viewing things as stepping stones instead of stumbling blocks. We have to understand that failing forward opens new doors, doors we never would have had the chance to walk through if we didn't fail into them. And to fail, we have to let go of perfectionism. We have to ditch it. Give yourself permission to try on a few hats. I mean, like I keep saying, take my journey for example, you guys. I went from personal trainer to speech language pathology to hustle sanely, and there was a few other things kind of sprinkled in between too. And all of those things were stepping stones to get me here. Instead of fretting over being so far away from where you want to be, focus on what you can do today to get one step closer. Maybe you can buy your website domain. Maybe you can brainstorm a business name. Maybe you can build or create your your first prototype. Use the knowledge and resources that you have right now to take one step. Then as you take that step, you'll learn and grow more and you can take that new knowledge and experience into the next step and so on. Okay, the second thing you can do to help overcome perfectionism is define your priorities. I know we talk about this all the time here in Hustle Sanely Land, getting clear on your vision and defining your priorities, but they are so important. So let's say define your top three to five priorities and put your best time and energy into those. We talked about this last week. Do these things well. Be amazing at them. Be great at them. But then, and this is the hard part, be okay with being good at everything else. Yep, just good, not 
great. I am all about doing things with excellence. I think it's important. I think it's biblical to do things with integrity and to the best of our ability. But I don't think that means we are called to run ourselves into the ground, you guys. There is no way that we can be everything to everyone. Wouldn't you rather be an amazing wife, mom, teacher, friend, and church member than just a so-so wife, mom, teacher, friend, church member, city council member, team mom, t-ball coach, photography club coordinator, insert whatever random role you have agreed to take on without actually wanting it to be something that you take on. Defining our priorities allows us to show up well for what matters with full hearts. When we show up well for what matters, we feel fulfilled. We are living in our purpose, which does not give perfectionism a lot of room to wiggle its way in and cause destruction. And then the third thing that you can do to overcome perfectionism is look outward. Focus on the impact instead of the action itself. Now, I said earlier that we would circle back to impact and we made it. Here we are. When we focus on the impact that our actions have, more so than on the actions themselves, we are less likely to let perfectionism hold us back. Hustle Sanely is a new business. And a new business, y'all, it comes with growing pain. I am learning as I'm going and you want to know what keeps me going even when I mess up or something unexpected happens aka things are not perfect you guys y'all keep me going hearing your stories and how hustle sanely is changing your life makes my messy action way less scary think about how you can help serve and love others right now. If you wait for the perfect circumstances or for your dream to feel perfectly ready to share, you are actually keeping the help or love or whatever it is that you're putting out into the world from helping people right now. What if somebody in your life needs what you have to offer in this moment before it's quote ready, before you're ready? Like I said at the beginning of this episode, Focus on the fruit that your imperfect action has more so than on the imperfect action itself. I encourage you to stop seeking the perfect path or the perfect answer. Instead, focus on showing up with your whole heart every day day. Take messy action. When we stop competing with others and even with ourselves, we start living. We start showing up and living in alignment with our values. And that's when we can be freed from perfectionism. All right, babes, that's what I've got for you this week. I hope this episode encouraged you in some way. Don't forget to share it on your Instagram stories if it did, because listen, spreading the hustle sanely love really is such a solid way to help this show. I appreciate you and I love you so much. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.